This episode of the Locked On Royals podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, get $10 off your first order. Wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the World Baseball Classic getting postponed, a important Salvador Perez update and also go through a what-if scenario, the biggest what-if in Royals history, coming up. If you're a basketball fan, go check out Locked on Thunder. Go subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from, because starting on Monday, I will be taking over Locked on Thunder. I already have a ton of great content lined up, a ton of great guests coming on later in the month. So if you love basketball, if you like the Thunder, I know a lot of you listen to this show in Oklahoma, in Kansas, in Missouri. If you like the Thunder, go ahead, go check out that show. I'll take over on Monday. So I want to start the show with just some MLB news and notes, some housekeeping around baseball that maybe you missed throughout the week, although we've had a crazy week of baseball news that we've covered already here on Locked On Royals. But those of you who've been listening for a long time, you know the last show of the week I like to do a housekeeping show, just tying up the loose ends before we head out to the weekend. So the World Baseball Classic has been canceled for next year. It was supposed to be in 2021. Instead, it will not be at all. And this leads to a bigger topic. Of course, it's sad that the World Baseball Classic is gone for 2021. It's a great event. It's fantastic and I enjoy watching it. I mean, there was nothing better than watching Eric Hosmer make big plays representing the Royals and representing Team USA and Adam Jones, the web gem that will live on in history, you know, of the sport in the last World Baseball Classic. I mean, you can think of a ton of moments just from last time that the World Baseball Classic was conducted, but it brings up a larger scale point that Bryce Harper brought up on the Starting Nine podcast of uh, Barstool Sports with Jared Krabis and Dallas Braden. And he was talking about how he would love to go to the Olympics. He would love to, even if it means pausing the season for two weeks and taking a break for you know a month even, and, and just to go represent America, go to represent your countries and, and play on the grand stage of the Olympics. He would love if Major League players could be represented and could be a part of the Olympics. I mean, that would just be his ultimate goal. And he brings up a great point in that is how you expand the brand. That's how you expand baseball as a sport. I mean, we we watch curling in the Olympics. We watch just random stuff that we otherwise wouldn't watch on TV any other normal day, and we love it. We embrace it. It's the it's the nationality aspect of it. It's just the the cultural aspect of it. We love the Olympics, and this could really help put baseball on a stage where you're watching just baseball. 
You know, I don't know anything about figure skating. I mean, I don't know anything about gymnastics, but I'll sit down in the living room with my family and I'll watch, you know, some figure skater I've never heard of put out a, an amazing performance that you just know is awesome. Even though you know nothing about the sport, you can just tell by the reaction and, and just the difficulty that it was awesome. And if you can put baseball in front of more people in the, in the Olympics, it could create more fans for the MLB. I mean, again, think about it this way. How many people sit down and watch baseball? I mean, that aren't baseball fans, I should say. Even whenever you're in the World Series, whenever you're in the biggest moment, the biggest stage of of Major League Baseball, you've got the NFL, you've got the NBA starting, you've got college football. You're competing. If you send these guys to the Olympics, you're only competing with the other Olympic sports. And there will be designated games that are standalone games where you're watching Bryce Harper, you're watching Team USA, you're watching the pageantry, and just the the amazing athletes of the sport go represent their countries, not just the United States, of course. I mean, there's players from all over in baseball right now. It's how we have a World Baseball Classic. I mean, how awesome would a Shohei Otani matchup be against Mike Trout? He's on the bump going up against Mike Trout. That'd be awesome. And we could get that in the World Baseball Classic, but it does not mean the same. The World Baseball Classic only resonates with baseball fans. The Olympics would get you on a stage that you otherwise don't have. It would get my mom watching baseball. My mom doesn't care anything about baseball. But she'll watch curling. She'll watch baseball. She'll watch the Olympic basketball. She'll watch the Olympic figure skating. She'll watch the Olympic anything. Because it's the Olympics. It's what, what else are you going to do? You're all colored up watching you know, Bob Costas with pink eye on, on NBC. So I do want to see baseball just say, hey, you know what? Every four years, let's lose a month of inventory. Who cares? Let's lose a month of inventory every four years. Because that payoff will be, that'll be a greater return on investment than if you would have just played the month as always. If you can captivate an audience in the, in the Olympics and then also remind them, hey, we, we do this. I mean, we, we have these athletes play in a major league baseball you know, league every summer, 162 times a year. And it, and it draws in some more fans to baseball. That'd be awesome for the sport. And all it would take is a month, is a month to go send your best players to prove why you should be watching baseball. Because again, there's no stage like that in baseball. For the football, world, world stops for the Super Bowl. The NBA refuses to play games past 2 o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday. They play games at 11 a.m. to make sure that they are done with basketball for the day on Super Bowl Sunday. And most years, they don't play at all. The NBA Finals, it's, it's like baseball's put on pause anyway, because no one's paying attention to baseball during the NBA Finals. Baseball needs a stage, and the Olympics can offer them that. They absolutely can offer them that. And I would love to see baseball you know, put aside whatever that month would be for you. And for non-Olympic guys, keep playing. I mean, don't it, it shouldn't count as as in the standings. But you know, play a few exhibition games the same way you keep playing when Eric Hosmer's in the World Baseball Classic. Now there was 15 million stories written that year about how he's not in Surprise Arizona, so does that hurt his development? Does it, does it mean he's not ready for the season? Don't do that. I mean, have those guys regroup in Surprise and go you know do another spring training or something while Bryce Harper's hitting home runs in the world in the in the Olympics. 
it makes too much sense not to happen. And it sounds like, you know, Bryce Harper, one of the stars of the game, said on that podcast that it's not just him who wants to play. He's not the only one that wants to run out there and play in the Olympics. Everybody. And again, baseball is one of the most diverse sports in the world. How many different countries and cultures are represented in baseball? And for them not to be in the Olympics is criminal. So take the month. Go play the Olympics. The NHL used to do it. And I know that they stopped doing it, I believe, a couple years ago. But they used to do it. This can only help your brand. If it gets even a handful of people hooked on baseball that otherwise wouldn't have cared, you've won. You've won. I wanted to talk about also a big, a big news story in Royals land, although we kind of knew this was the case. Salvador Perez is ready to go. Salvador Perez is fully healthy. If the season started today, he'd be in the opening day lineup after Tommy John's surgery. He's ready to go. I still want to see what it looks like. You know, what does Salvador Perez look like post-Tommy John? Does that cannon of an arm get better? Does it get worse? I mean, how does it look behind the dish? Can he still throw out runners at the rate he once did? Uh, But Perez offers energy and passion and and just a spark to that lineup that you cannot really quantify uh, in a day and age where there's numbers for everything. You cannot quantify the leadership and and the excitement and energy he brings to that clubhouse. And sure... It won't result in many more wins, but especially on a losing team, you need somebody to make sure that you can stop the bleeding. Somebody that can, you know, pick up the locker room whenever they're down after losing five in a row. And instead of a five-game losing streak, doesn't snowball into a 15-game losing streak. I mean, he can be a stopper. He can be a guy that just gets you going again and, and jumpstarts you after, you know, a, dropping a couple games in a row, three, four, five games in a row. So, I don't have to tell Kansas City about how big Perez is and, and, and how much he means to the organization. So, it's good that he'll be back and fully healthy. I also have a concern about how many games can he catch this year. I mean, especially if we're not going to have another you know ramp-up period for him more than a month. I mean, can he catch his same workload? Uh, I think that we'll see now starting this year and for the rest of his career, he'll start to be phased out of that catcher position. He'll catch some. He'll play first base some. I don't think it goes to the extreme of Joe Maurer, where Joe Maurer was playing first base at the end. But, you know, Posey takes more days at first now. I mean, he's not going to catch 162 anymore. I think those days are done of him being behind the plate 162. Uh, he'll, he'll be at first base a ton, I think, from really now until the end of his career. Uh, but he's had a heck of a run, a heck of a run for Salvador Perez. And, you know, he could also prove me wrong and, and just come out and be on fire and be healthy and be ready to go. But he's taken a beating. I mean, not just the time of John. Every game, he's getting hit with a bat. He's getting hit with a foul ball. So, I don't know how much longer that his body can hold up behind the plate. Uh, obviously, again, it's not going to be Joe Maurer. He's not going to be a first baseman now. But he will see more time at DH and first base and things like that moving forward you know, beyond just this year uh, and to the extent of his career, however much longer that may last. Hopefully it lasts for a long time and we see Salvi splashes for the next playoff run that Kansas City makes. But after the break, I want to talk about the biggest what-if in Kansas City Royals history. The absolute greatest what-if in Royals history. But first, I need to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar 
that tastes like a candy bar, and I cannot stress that enough. I love Built Bar. They sent everyone on the network a sampler package of all of their flavors, of all of their products. It is amazing. 110 calories, all the protein that you're going to need. I love, personally, the banana nut bread. The banana nut bread is fantastic. I mean, it's it's out of this world good. It's perfect. I also like the peanut butter brownie and the peanut butter as well, but it truly does taste like a candy bar. There, there, there's no selling you any bill of goods here. It truly does taste wonderful. Most protein bars, you do need to suffer through. You need to just get it down, get it finished, and just move on with your day. With the Built Bar, you truly enjoy your experience eating a Built Bar, and you can even use it you know, before workouts, after workouts, and also you can use it as your breakfast for the day or your lunch for the day. It, it is that filling. It's that enjoyable. It's perfect for anyone that's trying to get more protein, trying to work out more, lose weight, whatever you're trying to do. Even if you're just trying to live a better life with a fantastic new snack that gives you protein and 110 calories, this is it for you. Go to BuiltBar.com, use my promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com for $10 off. I'll tell you this much. They sent us the sampler package I told you about for free. I'm buying more. I'm I, I'm buying more. I'm hooked now for life on Built Bar. It's that good. So I encourage everyone to go check out Built Bar. Again, BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. I also want to talk about the fantastic audio book of... 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In a reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie Mays shares his inspirations, his influences, and what guides him on and off the field. He's wildly regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history. The beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experiences with meeting challenges with positivity, with integrity, and with triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword from Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and the co-author John Shea. Whether you're missing seeing your favorite players on the field this season or you're looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is an inspirational story of one of the best baseball players to ever live and a fan favorite. So again, go buy the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid Anywhere that audiobooks are sold, go scoop it up right now. You will not regret it. It's a fantastic book. Listen to it just like you listen to this podcast. An audiobook is, is the way of the future. It's awesome. Again, anywhere that audiobooks are sold, go get you a copy of 24 Life Lessons and Stories from the Say Hey Kid. So here it is. The biggest what if in Rose history right here on the Lockdown Rose podcast. Again, I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And the biggest what if in Royals history has to be, what if the Royals sent Alex Gordon in Game 7 against the Giants in the World Series? What if they sent him home? He hits the triple. He thinks about rounding third. He gets held up. What happens? So, of course, in the moment, I was just screaming on my couch, you know, send him, send him, send him. Because that would have been the coolest way for either team to win a World Series. For either team to experience a World Series, that would have been the coolest thing to happen for baseball history. Either the Giants win a World Series by throwing out Gordon at the plate, or the Royals extend Game 7 by Cordo tying the game 
on a inside the park home run, which of course you know, is just incredible and unheard of. However, if you go back and and look at that play, it wouldn't have been close. I mean, Crawford had the ball whenever Gordon steps on third. He, he's the cutoff man with the ball, ready to throw it in. However, on the other side of that coin, Royals baseball was built on putting pressure on the defense. We saw it all throughout that postseason and the next one, where plays that should have been routine were not. I mean, again, go watch the Mad Dash home. This one works out for the Royals. But if you freeze frame it, right when Duda has it, there's no way Hosmer scores. If you freeze frame it, right when the ball gets to home plate, there's no way Hosmer scores. However... The pressure on Lucas Duda made the ball go behind the catcher, over the catcher's head, and to the backstop, which allowed Hosmer to score. If that throw is online, Hosmer is gunned down, and that's it. Hosmer is gunned down at the plate if that throw from Lucas Duda is online. So again, if Brennan, if Brennan Crawford throws that, and he, and he throws it on a rope, and it's accurate, Gordon is, is gunned down. But that extra pressure, which is what the Royals were built on, that could have been the difference in in an overthrow and in a bad throw and an error that scores Gordon. So, I understand why you hold them. You don't want to be the third base coach that loses the World Series. You have Perez coming up. You live to fight another day. And under most circumstances, I would agree with that. This is a special case, though, because, number one, Royals baseball, of course, is built on putting pressure on the defense. They were not the most talented team. They did not hit home runs, but they played fundamental baseball with speed and pressure. Number two, that's Madison Bumgarner on the mound, who all series long and all postseason long, but specifically for the Royals, made every single hitter in that lineup look like a scared child. They were shaking in the batter's box. They were swinging at fastballs over their head. They were scared of Madison Bumgarner. And it allowed Madison Bumgarner to have the most historic World Series performance of all time. So were you really living to fight another at-bat if you're facing Madison Bumgarner and you know what your lineup has done against him? I would have taken my chances with the defense. And it's easy for me to say on the couch. And it's easy for me to say on this microphone without my job as a third base coach being on the line. Uh, But, you know, and it's easy to say now also that that Perez popped up in foul territory and the the ballgame was over. But, again, it's what you were predicated on. And you knew that the odds said, hey, we're not going to get another hit off off of Bumgarner. This is the chance right here. This is it. So, it's interesting to think about for sure. You know, I can see both sides of it, and that's why this is such a great what-if. It's because no matter if you're sitting at home right now yelling at your smart device or whatever you're listening to this on your phone, your car, whatever, and saying, you're such an idiot, there's no way that you send him there, you just let Perez go, and if Perez is a single and, and, and Gordon scores, then you're not even talking about this. That's fine. I, I totally agree with you. And if you're sitting there in the same position yelling, of course you send Gordon. You know, there was no point not to send him. And, you know, that's what you're built on. I, I get you too. I hear you. This is the greatest what if because not only does it have a huge World Series and legacy implications, 
But also, you can't be wrong. I mean, you just can't be. There's no right answer. I see the side of, of not sending him, and I see the side of sending him. So let me know on Twitter, uh, at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Let me know there whether you would have sent Alex Gordon or you would have held him up. Again, this is all with the privilege of hindsight, but what would you have done? If you don't have Twitter, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com is where you can also find the show and put your input of the show and you know whether whatever topics you may have or just if you would have sent Alex Gordon or not. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. If you leave a question in your review, I will answer it on the show. Preferably five stars, though. I would really appreciate that part of it. Uh, But be good, and be good to one another, and we'll see you next week right here on the Locked on Rose podcast.